0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the class act at Kaua'i Community College. The show that highlights campus happenings and goes deeper with its professors and students so you can hear why this is where you want to be. It's that time. Let's get it on. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today, we're with Professor Mark Umbrello. How are you today?
1: Very well, thank you. Good morning.
0: So tell me a little bit. What classes do you teach here?
1: Well, I teach uh, history and Japanese language. Japanese language, okay. Tell me
0: a little bit about history.
1: Well, um, I'm sure most of the students here know that uh, one of the major gen ed requirements uh, would be the world history class. Mm-hmm. So I teach both the first part of the survey and the second part of the survey.
0: And that's history 121? 151, 151. 152. Okay.
1: And in addition to that, I teach a number of 200-level classes. Uh, I teach a film and history class. I teach uh, Asian history. And I will be teaching a modern uh, Pacific history class coming soon. Okay. Are these online classes or um, in person? Both. Both. Um, And then we have another professor who also teaches um, those, those classes as well. So there's always enough. Uh, So if you need your 151 and your 152, you should be able to find a class and a format that that works for you.
0: Okay, so online classes have been getting pretty popular Mm -hmm. these days. How do you feel about teaching an online class, and how was the
1: the switch from teaching in person to online? That's an excellent question, and I didn't know. Uh, I'm relatively new to it. Um, I didn't know what to expect, and as... I've had a few semesters with it. I've learned that um, it works. It can work, but it's actually more work than I thought it would be, mm. and it's actually more work than teaching a face-to-face class if you want to do it right. So, mm. uh, I think this is an interesting conversation that students uh, might wa- might be interested in hearing, you know, from a, from a from an instructor side about what goes on with it because. Uh, If it's not done with a tremendous amount of care, consistency, uh, and sort of, you know, organization, Mm -hmm. uh, it can go wrong in a million different ways really quickly. So I spend an awful lot of time making sure that students, you know, when they land in the interface, they know what they need to do. Uh, it's clear what kind of assignments they have to um, they have to complete for the week and that my responses uh, are timely so that there's no real kind of dead air or dead time between the weeks and uh, they're just sort of left hanging and and if you don't take care of all those little details mm-hmm. uh, I think we're not doing them, you know uh, I think we're sort of not meeting our responsibilities yeah and students
0: kind of have to be uh, diligent to actually attend the online class because when i think of an online class i think "Hmm, it's going to be more of a casual thing like i just have to tune in on my laptop and just maybe like fill out um some worksheets on a website is that is it a lot more than that
1: well it, it, it yes and no yeah. I mean I mean let's be honest mm-hmm. I mean, students shop around and some students are looking for easy yeah. you know, easy classes right and word gets around. Uh, I'm sure you've probably heard my reputation. I've heard it you know I know that students say that I'm a hard teacher well sorry, (laughs) you know, uh, but actually my students learn, you know, and, and I would, you know, if you stick with it, if you stick with the program, you believe in the system, 70% plus of my students who actually finish get a grade of a B or above, right? So Mm -hmm. it's a matter of what, it's a matter of doing the work.
0: Okay, cool. So going back to this online versus physical class thing, when would you recommend an online class versus a physical class obviously it depends on the student Another but what are some question. things you're That's looking a for real really
1: good question and and it may you know online is not for everybody right but you know here at KCC and we just and I, th- I think this is probably just pretty uh, pretty uniform across the board you know mainland wherever but mm-hmm. people are busy you know people have jobs especially yeah. here life is not easy here and we're we're trying to do the best we can to to listen to you all and find out. Well, do you want to have a, a two week schedule? Do you want to have a three week schedule? We're working on the schedule. And now it seems like I think I think the I think the number was what seventy percent of students are technically um, part time. Yeah. Right. And so if that's the if that's the number and if that's sort of the the demographic, right, then we need to think, well, how can we get them to get their classes? Mm -hmm. And online makes a lot of sense. It does. Right? And so what we do see and what seems to be, you know, the majority of students is this sort of combination, right, this cobbling together of face-to-face classes with an online component to it for for everybody, right? So if you're taking three classes, maybe student A is taking two face-to-face, one online, student B is maybe two online, one face-to-face. But uh, it, it seems to be a combination of all of it. And so we need to be able to do a good job uh, offering these stu- uh, these classes. We don't... I mean, as much as we love you, right? We yeah. don't want you here forever, right? Yeah. And you don't want to be here forever. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> right? So, you know, I mean, we, we, gotta, we gotta make it work. Yeah. Uh, but we have to make it work and maintain standards so you guys are actually learning something mm-hmm. as well, you know? And uh, the only way... I mean, the only way I can know that you're learning is by doing the work, so.
0: Cool. I make you work. Cool, so I'm gonna ask a different question here to get to know a little bit about you. So imagine you're stranded on a desert island, but all of your needs are taken care of, like food, water, shelter, all your basic stuff, is taken care of. What two items would you bring with you?
1: Can they be living things? Yeah, absolutely. Being my family? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those would be the two things, like okay. my, my wife and my son, and hopefully we, we won't, you know, drive each other crazy. Cool.
0: <laughs> so um, I remember we had a co- conversation a little while back where you, you were traveling around Asia, was it? Oh, yeah. Last summer. Where did you, where did you go?
1: Uh, I went, uh, well, uh, you know, as, as we talked, I don't know if I, well, I teach Japanese, right? Yeah, know, yeah. And My wife is Japanese. And, you know Japan is a big part of my life mm-hmm. so, Japan you know Japan is always like a jumping off point whenever I travel mm-hmm. so uh, there was the Japan jump off but I went to uh, I went to Vietnam and Cambodia and Malaysia mm-hmm. it was cool. wonderful uh, how was how Vietnam Vietnam was fun awesome. uh, Vietnam is uh, I I'm a little bit older than you know you guys yeah yeah so you know, I remember the Vietnam War as a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. Is there still kind of, like, the stigma
0: around traveling to Vietnam as an American? Not at all. No. That's, oh, okay.
1: that's That's one of the really cool things yeah, about it. Yeah. And there are museums where you can learn about... Well, it's not, it's not called the, Viet, uh, the Vietnam War over there. Yeah. Do you know what war it's called? No, I don't. What is it <laughs> it's called? Well, it makes a lot of sense. It's the American War. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so they have, you know, museums of the American War, but... Uh, Uh, The other thing, demographically, I think if you look at Vietnam, I think, I mean, 60% or more of the people are under 20 or under 30. Oh, wow. It's a very young country, right? And so it's it's a very vibrant, vibrant place and all these, uh, you know, mopeds and just a lot of people who are really interested and very engaged. And I had a student when I taught, before I came here, I was teaching in Japan. And I sort of was uh, the manager of this, uh, uh, I don't know what you call it, sort of like an international cafe, but not like the type of cafe where you'd be drinking coffee, yeah. more like a study center. Right? Okay. So all of the internet, and this is a big, big Japanese university. Yeah. Like we had 60,000 students there. Something okay. like that. And so we had you know, a couple hundred international students. And one of the students who, who kind of worked for me, he taught uh, Vietnamese uh, to the students who wanted to learn Vietnamese. His name was Bu Chan. Buchan, great guy, and Buchan. Every time I talk to Buchan, he said, "Oh, you got to come to Nang, You got to come to Danang. Come to Danang. It's such a fun place. You can have a great time." And so it always stuck in the, in the back of my head. And then my friend, uh, my colleague, who teaches physics, right? He, he had, for the last couple of years, he's been spending his summers out in, uh, out in Southeast Asia. I said, oh, "I got to go. I got to go hang out with Brad. Right? And have a good time." So. I made sure I contacted Buchan before we went to Vietnam, and he got us our uh, hotel and to- pretty much got us all set. And then from uh, from Vietnam, which we had a great time, although I got sick on the way, Oof. but it was perfect, because the hotel was just wonderful, and I could just rest and work, of course, because yeah. right, I was working, I was teaching online. Oh, okay, there but you go. But that allowed <laughs> me to pay for my trips. Yeah. So wonderful, right? Awesome. Everybody won. And then we flew to Cambodia, and Cambodia was just, I couldn't, words really do not, I cannot do justice to how amazing it was by trying to explain it to you.
0: Okay, cool, so we're running out of
1: time here, okay. so that just go about. To <laughs> go to Cambodia.
0: Go to Cambodia.
1: Buchan's a good and guy. And check out Vietnam, no, check out Da Nang. <laughs>
0: okay, cool, so we're running out of time here, All so right. that just about wraps it up, thank but you guys. travel, yeah. travel everybody if you have a chance. Change okay, cool. Thank you, Mark. Thank Thank you for listening to the Class Act at Kauai Community College. The views and opinions shared by the host and any guests are solely theirs and do not reflect the feelings or opinions of Kauai Community College as an institution. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast with our professor, check out the other episodes with different professors. Aloha.